And then I told the guy, Jillian, I was like, well, to be honest, I don't care what you think. That's my take. And my take was just to give you more information on that is that our off the top podcast listeners are the best listeners on the internet. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jordan. Jillian, how you doing? Doing pretty good. I, I really think we need to make a name for our listeners sometime soon. So listeners, if you have a name for for yourself, send it to us. But uh, there are going to be some controversial takes in that naming process and maybe some controversial takes in this podcast. Absolutely. And just to catch up the people that are coming in new, which it seems like we're having a lot of this is off the top podcast where we just take on kind of wild and random, informative and inspiring, interesting topics and talk about them, share information and kind of give you something that you probably or might have not thought about before. And so today we're going to be talking about kind of controversial takes, controversial topics where we stand on them, where we think the society stands on them and why. Yeah. And I think in today's society, there's a ton of controversial takes and there's a a huge range of where these could go. So, you know, this is going to be the first episode of, you know, the hot seat, so to speak. And if you guys enjoy it, let us know and we can always do more. And without further ado, seat's about to get hot. Some of you might disagree. Some of you might disagree. Some of you might agree. But Jordan, I'll let you I'll let you start with the floor. All right. So I think one of my maybe I don't know if it's super controversial or not, but I am super in support of people paying their taxes. And I know this sounds like a weird way of putting it, but basically short story long or long story short. Basically, I think that it was super um, like, you know, justice or, you know, retribution to have those like, uh, you know, premium Snapchat people. Um, reported to the IRS. And I thought I rooted. it. I really enjoyed it personally. I, I agree. I think individually tax it, paying your taxes is right. However, I'm going to I'm going to go a step further and say the structure of the government in today's society isn't set up to benefit a lot of people. I 100% agree with you on that aspect. But the thing is, where I see it as is granted, yes, 100%, the government, like, you know, when you pay your taxes, sometimes it goes into the wrong spots. And maybe that might be the majority in some cases, maybe it's the minority. I hope it is the minority. But in that essence, it doesn't mean just because the system is flawed that you can't contribute to it. Um, Because you do benefit, everyone benefits from the roads, everyone benefits from, um, you know, the police officers, everyone benefits from having like school system, uh, public schools. And I know that sounds weird, but you benefit because the community is smarter. The community is more prone to make smart decisions when they're educated. And so that's why I think that it's a benefit. And so if you don't contribute to something that you're benefiting from, I don't think that that's fair. And that's my take on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a solid take. Um, And, you know, what I'm going to provide for this next controversial one is, you know, we're going to go to a different end of the spectrum here. And I'm going to say that lying shouldn't be frowned upon. That's I I don't think it should be frowned upon. That's as simple as that. That's what I'm going to say. No, I agree. I can rock with that just because in the in the way of saying that sometimes sometimes the truth is worse than a lie. And I'm not talking about like, you know, lying in. Um, specific, super like convoluted, like where were you last night conversations, but more in the fact of, I don't think that lying is as bad as people make it. And it's supernatural too. 
Like, I can't remember the day that I started lying as a child, but I know that I have been doing it for the majority of my life. Yeah. And I think lying saves a lot of time, saves a, a lot. If I mean, there's a good lie and a bad lie. I think a good lie saves a lot of time. It doesn't harm anyone. I think that more people should get good at it. And in instance, a good lie is, you know, hey, you know, we'll talk super simple here. Hey, did you eat my fries? No, super simple. No one gets hurt there. Save some time because if you say yes, and they ask you, why'd you do it? Then you have to go on a story and say, because I'm hungry and I'm too cheap to buy my own food. But if you just say no, who cares? See, on that aspect, I would disagree. Like, that's the type of stuff that you need to tell the truth on. If you're affecting somebody's life and like that, ad- I mean, granted, it's it's French fries, so it's not really an adverse way, but in the way of saying like, I think that that's totally fine to um, be honest with. The thing that I think that, or, you know, I think you should be honest there. The thing that I think that, you know, you don't need to necessarily be 100% honest is when people don't deserve that business. So for instance, if somebody says like, Hey, Julian, what's up with your relationship with X and like so and so? And you said uh, either I don't want to talk about it or um, we're good and leave it at that. As far as it being kind of like a white lie, regardless of what your relationship is, if it's good or not, if it's not good and you just said, yeah, we're fine. I think that that's a permissible lie. Absolutely. Yeah, I I agree with that one, too. I mean, uh, to me, both ends of the spectrum, perfectly cool with. I think a bad lie. You know, if someone's really asking you, like, you know, did you drive my car or uh, a bad lie is, you know, did you tell so-and-so this and you say no, then that there's a line there. But for the most part, that's one of my controversial takes is that lying isn't as bad as everyone says it is. So my next take is something I didn't think was controversial until I realized it was now uh, in today's day and age. But I think that it should be mandatory for people to get vaccines. I think it absolutely should be mandatory for children to get vaccines. Yeah, uh, I'm in the same boat. I mean, besides religious purposes, whatever that means, if you can give me the reason to that religious purpose that you align with that, you can say comfortably that you're you're okay with harm, potentially harming other people or resetting people's immune systems. An example, if, if you get measles, um, and say someone gets measles, right? It resets your entire immune system from everything you've ever learned. And then you have to go through that state every stage again. And if you can align and say, yep, my religion thinks it's okay to give the other six-year-old at my school or the other 12-year-old at my school or a group of them, this potential flu, disease, et cetera, outbreak, then maybe I'll agree. But other than that, I, I think at all, everything should be vaccine. hundred percent. It's almost, it's almost like, uh, it's similar. It reminds me of kind of like the case of cigarettes. So I a hundred percent, like I'm not a smoker and I don't really care if you smoke or not, but don't let it affect my life. So for instance, if you are a smoker and you smoking in front of me, Granted, there are smoking areas. So if I was in the smoking area, fine. But if I was like out in the street and stuff, which is really, really common out here and in kind of Europe and this area, not as much in the States at all. But I think that pretty much like smoking is one of those things where if you did it on your own, where it didn't affect anybody else, like if you didn't take a vaccine and it didn't affect anybody else, I don't care. But now that you're affecting other people, that's when like something needs to be done about it. So I believe the same topic, but or not same topic, but as far as smoking goes, like to be fair, 
Um, I don't care how much they tax him. And I think they should tax him, you know, way more even than uh, That's an interesting take. Uh, I'll touch on that one here. Yeah, for me in vaccinations, if I don't think it's okay to harm someone else's livelihood. Um, in this instance, vaccination um, of someone who has no control. Like if you're, you're a parent who is not allowing their kids to get vaccinated, um, even if and they can understand that they want to get vaccinated. I think that's a problem. You're putting someone else's life at risk or decisions at risk. Um, just just vaccinate your kids. Uh, in terms of smoking and taxes, that's a to me, it's a taxing smokers more is a tough one because I think there's a lot of, I think just logistically, there's so many other variables in people's health that affects me or others um, that taxing one certain group, I don't know if I could get behind. Um, but if there was, you know, I could get behind if there was a list of, you know, harming things, putting someone in a harmful class to get taxed more, then yes, I do agree on that. Well, it's just the same. They're already taxed more than average, like the same reason that alcohol is taxed more than average. As far as like, you know, the price that you buy it at obviously isn't the price that they are like, you know, make it at and want to make the profit at. It's also including the tax that the government takes out. So that's what I'm saying as far as like, I don't really care how much they increase it by. Um, uh, I need I expect them to increase it by as much as it's negatively impacting the population, which I think should be more as far as like current habits as smokers go. And I have nothing against smokers at all. I just have uh, something against smokers that will like smoke in front of non-smokers because secondhand smoke is like negative, have negative effects on people's health without their you know consent. Like if you weren't a smoker and you decided to stand in front of somebody who was a, not a smoker and they were smoking, that's totally your choice. But if you didn't decide, like it wasn't your voluntary choice, then I don't rock with that controversial take um okay so what am i you know we'll go to the uh, maybe a heavier side of the spectrum here um controversial take for julian is going to be i believe that people with children should not be able to go children under the age of four should not be able to go into into movie theaters yeah i don't i don't know where you want to put that on your spectrum but I think my thing is, if you once again are going to bring someone into into a place and disrupt the enjoyment of something um, for someone who can't really acknowledge what is going on or your 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 parenting can't control it, you shouldn't be able to bring them in there. Because if I'm going to pay X amount of dollars to, to see this activity, then I want my value. And that's why further on that statement, I think all prices should be the same. I don't think there should be senior discounts. You don't think so? You don't want to pay respect to those old heads out there? Why Why don't you think that they're... Okay, so I can understand the part where there's a negative aspect for you and or the negative aspect for the population as far as bringing a crying baby into a movie theater negatively affects the rest of the people in the movie theater in a proportionate amount of time. I think that there's a difference between like negatively affecting them in a like a voluntary way and an involuntary way. So one thing here's a here's a um, kind of anecdote. So I think that there if there was somebody in a wheelchair in a movie theater and I was having a hard time getting out because of them, I would have no problem with that at all. I don't think that there is a problem with like that going on. 
but in the aspect, because I mean, granted, there is it's not as easy to get through the aisle. That's fair. But I don't think that that's one of those things that would be ever close to as equivalent as somebody bringing their crying baby in. So I can kind of agree with that aspect right there. If there was some sort of daycare situation at the movie theater, I would really rock with that. But I agree that if you chose to have a baby, then you chose and Julian didn't choose to have your baby. He didn't like you guys didn't call him up and say, hey, Julian, what do you think? We're about to have a kid. Like, how do you feel about the new Spider-Man coming up? X, Y, and Z, then it's not his duty to be in that movie theater and be affected by it. But my question is, why don't you think senior discounts should be a thing? Besides like AARP, um, like insurance and things like that, or maybe some, I don't know what other discounts they get, but like, okay, we'll, we'll start with the simple one, right? Movie theaters. Why do they get to pay less to see the same thing? There's no different. There's no. There's no difference. Why am I paying twelve seventy five to see the same two and a half hour movie, um, and they're paying eight seventy five to see the exact same thing? There's no different. It's not like senior citizens are getting better seats. It's not like the senior citizens um, are getting any different treatment. It's just four dollars cheaper. There's nothing that changes. As opposed to, I can understand a discount for like. Um, I can't really think of a whole lot of senior citizen discounts, but. You know, I may be under be able to get something that's like, okay, the seat, the senior citizen menu, right? Typically their plates have less food on it. Um, they're a little bit healthier. Things are different. It's made for them, right? Their eggs and bacon plate is made for them. My, you know, whatever movie may be in theaters, Lion King is made for everyone. There's no, to me, there's no distinguishable difference for a price discount there. I mean, I'll break it down like this. And I don't think that this is truly gospel or anything, but logically, I think it makes sense to me. If it was a thing of, you know, cost benefit analysis. So how much are you going to benefit from the cost of you watching that movie? Obviously, the movie tickets one thing, but your time is another. Maybe the reason that people get like, you know, seniors get senior citizen discounts is because their cost benefit analysis, it costs so much more for them to do so. You know, the cost of a movie theater to somebody like a three hour movie to somebody who doesn't have 50 more years on this earth. It's a lot higher than your cost, Julian. I bet you that. No, that's fair. But I'm saying this as far as like, you know, it's more expensive them to do something like that. So to get on your level as far as like what it costs you as far as all around costs to go to the movies, that's what the senior discount is for them. You guys are paying the same price, just they're paying it more of it in time than you are in money. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is like a very similar thing to me is like, okay, you know, where oil shops or oil stops, whatever you do, like women's only days, women's Wednesdays, at least in like in the local area and areas like that. Why? Why is there a discount there? It's the same service and they say they're the same age. Like, I think all prices across the board, whether it be gender, age, race, like obviously you can't do race because that's price discrimination, but um, an obvious price discrimination. But I think everything should just be equal across the board. Um, you know, if you can charge someone eight seventy five to go to the movies and still make your margins and your profits, um, then why not just charge everyone eight seventy five if you can do Tuesday movies for five dollars? Um you know, that's the controversial take. Don't want to take up too much time on it because I know Jordan has some other good ones coming up. But that is my take. If you guys are really mad about it, let us know. 
I think that my next controversial take is I I don't know. I don't see some of these things. I'm super like, you know, I totally think that it should be the thing. And it's almost nonsensical for me to hear another way. But I think that marriage equality should be a thing. Like, I don't see why people have an issue with whoever decides to get married, getting married. I don't understand, to be honest, why somebody wouldn't want like somebody would care so much about somebody else's life to stop them from doing something. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the whole marriage inequality thing and the disputes between it, like, oh, these people can't get married is idiotic. I think it's based on a societal norm that is outdated today's society on a, a very old book um, and feeling that everyone interprets differently. Um, and for you, someone to say, you know, we can have happiness, but these people can't have happiness. It's just BS. 100%. Well, I feel like that one isn't as controversial to you and me, but maybe somebody over who's listening is hot. And if you are pissed about anything that we've said or, you know, have different points and stuff, like, please reach out to us. Uh, These are our controversial takes with the knowledge and information that we have so far. And our takes and our opinions change as the information changes around us. So simple as that, you know. Try to change our minds if you think you can't. I openly invite you to change mine at least. Yeah, I, I would love to see it. I would love to see a well-placed argument for that. Um, because especially in today's society where someone's argument point on that take is like, oh, well, you know, same-sex marriage can't have um, children. Uh, well, they can. They can adopt because sh- I'm sure as hell there's a ton of kids in the foster system that probably should be getting adop- adopted. Um I can get having your own kid, but the same thing, like realistically the the world's overpopulated or the pace to overpopulate itself and eat through itself, um, where, you know, adopting a child as many same sex carriage, same sex marriage, you know, relationships do provides not only, you know, happiness for that couple, but also a home for someone who didn't have an opportunity or came up in a terrible, um, traditional sex marriage or relationship that put them on the curb. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's not like, um, you know, like a, a a gay married couple every five years goes on a killing spree on December 7th. And that's not the case. So I don't understand why people are so like, uh, you know, like, how does it affect your life that much? I mean, granted, okay. So if, if, uh, the, if there was a couple that was a little too PDA and you didn't like seeing that, that's fine. But that doesn't mean everyone can be that, you know, like if I don't understand, basically I was trying to make a contrived argument and to be honest, I'm so staunch in this view, or maybe like I think of it in this way so much that it's hard for me to even like conceive of an argument besides you just don't like, um, you know, like, uh, anybody who is not heterosexual to get married to each other. Or you just don't like people that are non-heterosexual. But once again, prove me wrong. I, you know, tell me what you think about yeah, it. Yeah, I'd love to see the argument on that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think you kind of nailed it. Um, these are kind of like what we have with our information, with our experiences is what we think. Um, I don't think that anybody's too staunch in our views to not have a civil conversation because that's one thing, controversial topic. People aren't having civil conversations anymore. And I would love to have one with you. Like Julian said, you have all of our information to reach out to us and keep on showing us love because we love it. Um, yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. And, you know, if you put milk in before your cereal, then we have problems. Catch you next time. <laughs>